0: Hi, and welcome to Falling Star, a Star Wars D6 actual play podcast. I'm Jesse the Game Master. We're still running our Stat My Navy contest. In a future episode, our characters will be visiting the mysterious world of Selactria and the native species the Agatic. The Agatic are large species, nearly two meters tall and three meters long, and resemble nothing so much as the front half of a frog and the back half of a snake, with a set of two-meter-long tentacles that extend from both of their shoulders for fine manipulation. The Agatic are intelligent, likable, but by no means pacifists. They do have a military. What I'm asking for is submissions from our listeners for starship ideas. Feel free to draw, scan, or model a ship for the Agatic. A few notes. The Agatic do not have hyperdrives, so they... Their ships should not travel through hyperspace. They do have all other technology that one might find on any other Star Wars space-faring race. The Agatic ships are not so powerful as to be able to directly challenge an Imperial cruiser one-on-one, but a flight of them might be able to take out a Star Destroyer. The Agatic don't believe in anything should be multi-role. Starships don't travel in atmosphere, and atmospheric vehicles don't travel on water or land or space. Finally, the Agatic love music you may find that thematically useful when thinking of designs. The winners will receive on-air recognition and their creations posted, with credit, on the Falling Star website. If you would like to email us your ideas or submissions, or just have a comment or question for our cast, you're welcome to email us at swfallingstar at gmail.com, or you can leave us a review or comment on iTunes, and as always, you are welcome to give us a five-star rating there. We would love to have that. When we left off, Imperial Propaganda singer and media darling Joel Elite and her bodyguard, 610BXG, had finally arrived on Avram after surviving in an ambush and assassination attempt in space. Upon making Planetfall, and with little to do but kill time, the pair made an unsuccessful attempt to appease the fashionista's taste at a local mall, before deciding to head to the planetary governor's mansion for dinner instead.
1: Yeah, so much for shopping.
2: Anybody following us?
0: Perception check. Or search
1: check. Did he ever answer you the last time? Yeah, he time. did.
2: Okay. Nothing out of place, it seems.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, Thirteen.
0: You don't notice anything. So everyone is clear uh, from a GM's perspective. Every time you get to ask me if something's happening, I'm going to make you roll, roll regardless of whether or not I know That's fine. something is there or not. Because otherwise it's like, if I say... No, nothing's following you, but before you roll, then there's no...
2: <laughs> well, the other option is you roll.
0: Yeah. But then I have to ask you for what your scores are. And then...
2: <laughs> well, soon you'll know it by heart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just remember, when it comes to Sixten, there's only four dice <laughs> for, for search.
0: <laughs> All right. Unless, of course, you're wearing armor that has uh, macro binoculars on it, in which case that's. Okay, so you guys head off to the Governor's Mansion. Now, the Governor's Mansion is a also shard. It also looks like it was cut from a gem. This one actually is very low-slung and expansive. It is a giant pyramid um, covered in glass, uh, or transparent steel technically. Um, and there is a low-security wall all around with uh, security towers it it is clear it is clearly occupying the far more of the ground space um, in a planet where they're clearly pressed for ground space this would be probably be considered an extravagance um, there is a large lawn in front of it and the security fence all around with guard towers uh, with turbo lasers mounted on each guard tower so
2: is it black and it has this
0: big light at
2: the top and it shines up?
0: No, it's not the Luxor hotel. Sounded like it. <laughs> it is, no, it's glass, but not black. It doesn't look any more out of place than anything else, other than the fact that it's using so much ground space, right? And as the security, the security, um, and then there is a uh, the pyramid, and then like out of the front of the pyramid there is a um, sort of rectangular section that comes out where there's the, the front doors. And then there is a semicircle for speeder parking. Uh, but other than that, there's all these lawn, lawns and very elaborate gardens and trees and um, well-manicured flora all, over, all around the whole planet, or the whole governor's mansion is opulent, designed to showcase wealth. On a planet where ground space is a premium, this is like the ultimate expression of of "I've got money and you don't." Understood. So you do have to pass through a security checkpoint. Like the the security fence goes all the way around. There's a security checkpoint in front, and then this semicircle or this uh, semicircle drive that arcs uh, like most like most driveways you think are arc from the road. This arcs from the um, from one end to the other, and there's on the corners of the pyramid. There it looks like a vehicle barn or something like that, so it, it arcs this way, and then the, the semicircle has a driveway um, right out or like a, a road that goes out to the security fence. So you guys pull up to the security fence, and there are these very professional-looking bot- uh, security guards. There, they're each, they're carrying a plasma rifle on their shoulder, um, security helmet, um, a visor that obscures their face, um, though they can clearly see, and uh, human, at, le- at least from what you can know, by the ha- from the hands, you can't see a whole lot of their head. And they stop you at the gate. ID?
1: Joel Elliott.
0: Okay, Miss Elliot, looks like uh, all this is in order. Let's see here. And... Okay, yeah, your bodyguard. I was supposed to have a lot more people on the list here.
1: We encountered some difficulty in space, and our crew was... uh, The rest of our crew was in medical facility.
2: <clears throat> it's none of your concern.
0: Yeah, I just got a guest list. I'm doing my job. Same as you. And you are, let's see here. He compares, he's not even looking at you and yeah, He looks at. let's see here, pages through his data pad, checks your face. Sixton? Got it. He takes a, a handprint.
2: Well, what I've got is I've got a little thing that goes psh, psh, psh. and <laughs> has my ID on it there.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah Says so, okay. Yeah, that fits. All right. Yeah. Uh, you're a little early, but I think Z this. Z is
1: still with us, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Nzfx. Yeah. Good special call there.
0: Miscellaneous guy. droids. Yeah. Got it.
1: Yeah, we know we're early. It's. As uh, I said, we had some problems.
0: I'll call ahead to the house and let him know that you're here. Thank you. So he, you know, he's he got a little comic on his kind of jacket. And Ms. Elite is here. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm sending him back. And he waves you on. And then as soon as you're through the gate, they reactivate the force field in front of the gate. And the speeder pulls up in front. And they let you out. And very hurriedly, there is a large number of people that, file, that are sort of herded out very quickly. Um, they look to be the serving staff or the domestic staff of the uh, governor. Um, they quickly line up very Not quite military precision. They look like they were all pulled from whatever they were doing right away. Um, some of them are, you know, have their hands a little bit dirty, but they're very, but they're all wearing these sort of these collars that you don't, they're electronic collars. Um, they're various species, not all, certainly not all human. In fact, mostly aliens. Give me, give me either a culture or a perception check, whichever is higher.
2: Alien species?
0: Uh, You can make an alien species uh, roll if you like.
2: 13.
1: That was a perception? No, that was alien species. Okay. 17. Perception.
0: (laughs) Okay. Thank you. (laughs) You notice that the staff seems predominantly female. Of, of the various species, um, there is a Wookiee who seems to be a female Wookiee who seems to be the one hurting everyone, um, though she too is wearing a a, a collar. Everyone else in the Line are species varying from Rhodian to sluicy to. sluicy are kind of like armed cobras. Um, There are. And when I say armed, I mean they actually have arms. Um, (laughs) Not not that they have.
1: Weapons. Got it.
0: Uh, Rhodians are green. Or blue, um, the same species as Greedo. They have those sort of little things on their heads all around. Um, You have uh, Keldor, a couple of other species, uh, predominantly female, not entirely all female, but definitely predominantly female. Um, And they are, like I said, they are wearing these colors. And soon after that, coming to the front is a. Grotesquely fat, um, light blue skinned human, very light blue, just the faintest bit of of I don't mean even baby blue, just very, very faint blue, but he does have a blue cast to him. it Gr- grotesquely fat man dressed in gaudy, lavish gear, uh, outfit, um Valuable metals uh, uh, you know, adorning his chest. Um, Obviously, a target. <laughs> he's got uh, balding, uh, perhaps a little sweaty. Not the most appealing individual you've ever you've ever run across. And he sort of waddles forward.
2: It's Boss Hog. And oh,
0: sorry, you're bald. <clears> think <throat> to ignore that. <laughs> anyway, he, comes, he steps forward.
3: Very pompous. Right. Oh, miscelte. I'm so glad you're here. So glad. I heard something from the security forces. They might have ears everywhere. They said your ship... Had problems. Very <laughs> concerning.
1: Yes, but. Governor. It's wonderful to be here now, but we've we've made it safely. It's it's wonderful to meet you.
0: He takes your hand, and it's you know clammy and and flabby, and it's the just kind of the you feel unclean just having touched him. But
3: he, Ali, please introduce me to your the rest of your. Well, your bodyguard at least. I don't know what happened, What became of your entourage? Are they all okay?
1: They're all being. Their medical needs are being seen too. This is my bodyguard, Sixten, and my. Um, we have one droid with us, ZFX.
0: Uh, he waves dismissively. He doesn't seem to have any interest in the, in the droid whatsoever.
3: So I hope you'll understand. BXG?
0: BXG.
1: BXG. Okay. This is my bodyguard, Sixton BXG. I
3: hope you'll understand. We're a little early, so dinner is not quite ready. We've prepared the finest of foods. Uh, I'm most honored that you would come and, and stay in my home, my humble home. Is there, is there anything that we can provide for you?
1: It would be nice to just have a place to relax for just a little bit. Um, I, I can't really go out and enjoy your city without being mobbed by fans. So, just uh, a quiet place to be for a little while before I dinner would be lovely.
3: I have much the same problem with my by hers. <laughs>
0: I'm sure, <curious>, sir.
3: <laughs> he, he. The staff—they have been very. The staff have been very excited that you are going to arrive. I do have a request that several of the staff wanted to speak with you. Um, I, I'm not sure precisely what you, your plans are, but would, would they be able to speak with you? I believe several wanted their autographs and they are so much trouble to, uh, to handle when they are in a mood. I have to send, reach you to go and, and punish them over and over again. So please, we talked to them
0: and he, when he says reach he waves. To, he indicates to the big Wookie.
1: That would be no problem whatsoever.
3: Good, good. I'm going to go see, see to Have them put
2: their names on the statipad. We'll get back to them.
3: I believe they want to speak to them in person, but
2: we'll get back to them.
1: Sorry, you'll have to forgive my bodyguard; he's a little overprotective. But I'm, I'm sure it will be. It won't be a problem. We'll just.
3: All right, I'm going to go check and make sure that preparations are made, and I do have one more meeting before our dinner, but I will please feel free to talk to the staff. They will show you to your room. There is a lounge you are welcome to uh, look in on. And until dinner, I, I bid you farewell, and he kisses your hand.
1: Thank you, Governor. Until dinner.
3: And he waddles back into
0: his uh, into the home the staff visibly, as soon as he's out of, out of sight, the staff just visibly relax. They um, clearly, his presence is puts everyone on edge. Let's put it that way. Um, so, where where do you? What is your plans? You got? It?
1: Can I just talk to the staff members that want to talk to me, please? They're going to be in the house. They've obviously been cleared by the governor.
0: Don't blame your death on me. Uh, you need to meet with them outdoors or in in your room, or um, they've got a, like a sitting room too. Any... How about um?
1: How about I talk to the Wookie who's in charge? Okay. Can I can I
0: approach her? Yeah, you can approach her.
1: Um. Could I have a few minutes to settle in and then I'll be happy to talk to and sign autographs for any of the staff members that wanted to meet me?
3: <laughs> okay,
1: I didn't understand a word of that. Is Did, I? Did I?
0: Miguel, we'll I would just roll. <laughs>
1: Eight.
2: No. Here's no. hoping.
1: Uh, You can
0: make a language just
1: roll, too. Eleven?
0: Something or other about inside. That was the only word you understood.
1: Okay. Does she start to walk away or anything?
0: Uh, She does gesture in uh, one of the other staff, this one, human, female, and this one has... Just, unlike everyone else in the line, this one individual stands out in a way that is a little... Everyone else looks like they're beaten down, or at least whipped, both literally and figuratively. She somehow looks... manages to carry that, now that the governor's gone... Almost has an air of nobility around her. She's she's genuinely beautiful. with Platinum blonde hair. I mean, just almost pure white, and somehow looks regal despite everything else. Despite the servant's garb and everything like that, so she somehow manages to look like she's some kind of royalty.
2: Is she recognizable as, a, as someone? You can make a roll. Cultures.
0: You can make cultures roll. Eleven, not the not that you recognize.
1: So you said she approaches, or
0: she she pipes up. She says, "She said you're welcome to go oh, have a seat in uh, in your room, and we'll send someone in a few, in a few minutes." Breach is good. Breach is uh, got a good heart. She'll take care of you.
1: Thank you. And your name is Valia. Thank you, Valia.
2: Um, Does she have one of the collars on? Yes. Um, Are the collars like control collars,
3: penal collars? They look like explosive collars.
2: Okay. Um, Any idea what triggers them? Are they proximity? Are they uh, radio?
0: You would have to examine them in more detail. Okay. uh, Typically, the collars of that model have several triggers. They could be, they can be set, like it depends on how you want them set. They can be set to uh, just tampering, they can be set to alarm, they can be set to uh, remote detonation, they could be set to any, uh, they could be proxy, like leave this area and they go off. Any of those.
2: Timer. Report in once every 24 hours or boom. Yeah,
0: something like that. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, I misspoke. They're not explosive; they are uh, they're laser collars. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Same the same effect, but it's it's not technically explosive. The only thing they vaporize is the person wearing the collar, not.
2: Um, is anybody wearing, um, like security bracelets or security, uh, manacles?
3: No. Okay.
0: So it's all around the neck. It's all—they're all wearing as those that have necks. Yes, the, the, there's maybe one or two of the servants who do not have a neck per se, but they've got something around their middle or something like that. Right.
2: Um, the security guards when we came in were they wearing these no. as well, or were they non collared? They are non collared. Okay. Answered my questions. Okay. Did you yes.
0: Okay. Well, you guys are led to a. A pair of bedrooms. Um, yours is like a, adjacent with a, a door between them, but you can actually uh, you know, move between them. Um, I go into hers first and look around. Okay, you going to search for anything, or just looking around generally?
2: Uh, just looking around generally, seeing if anything sets off the buzzers.
0: Okay, there's no. There doesn't appear to be any. Um, I mean, not that the governor would tolerate anything in his in his home, but yeah, you you don't find anything immediately suspicious. Um, Clear. It, okay. And unpack and get settled in, and get mm-hmm. in. I'm assuming that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you agreed to see the people after a few minutes, were you going to see them in the
3: sitting room or were you going to see them?
0: Sitting room. Okay. So you guys have time to sit and relax and take a breather (laughs) after fun with them all.
2: Loosen my armor straps and then tighten them back up.
0: Okay. And when you guys are well rested, is there anything you want to accomplish before that and before you go out? or?
2: off the purple poncho. Okay.
1: <laughs> Not really your color anyways.
2: Well, now I want to look a little more threatening.
0: Okay. Fair enough. A little less blending in. And you guys can actually fold up that map. This map won't need it. Okay, so you are... Um, enter the sitting room, and this is a... Uh, Again, extravagant room with lots of space, um, some big couches and chairs, and a uh, nice uh, entertainment system, like a hollow system, and you are pretty much um, free to get settled. There's you know, an alcohol cabinet, uh, you guys can have a drink if you want. Um, and before too long, a small selection of the servant staff, you know, sort of peek their head in shyly, and <clears throat> the first to come in is uh, a rhodian female, and she, you know, just wants an autograph, and says,
3: hi.
1: <laughs> come in, come in, what's your name? Uh, me too. Hello, me do. Hello, have you been here working with the governor?
0: Four months. Most of us are pretty new. They say they don't last very long. He gets tired of us after too long.
1: What's to get tired of?
0: He doesn't really answer. Her face kind of gives you this you-really-don't-want-to-know kind of look.
1: Hmm. Do you like an autograph? Do you have something for me to sign?
0: Yeah, sure. And she sort of shakily handed a, you a know, pad to, to sign. And, so, okay. and what follows is a, a very small procession of uh, people, and you notice that the woman, Vale, you saw a couple times, keeps scooting to the back of the line. Like she, she will get in line, there's several. Other Three others. There might be three people in front of her. Then someone else shows up, and if they're going to the back of the line, they just slips behind her. And um, also has a um, and on, with her, she also has this uh, young Slucy, who is who also moves back with her. And she's kind of acting protectively. Um, just got her hand on the Slucy's uh, shoulder as much as they have shoulders. Um, they just keep moving to the back of the line like they want to be last. Um, at one point, Breachu, the Wookiee, comes by and catches her eye. and But Breachu just moves on. Um, Once I start noticing
2: them do this, I get behind her and stand behind her in line to make sure she goes to the front.
0: Okay, so you're going to pull her in front?
2: Yeah, I'm going to make sure that... You know, once she does that falling back thing once, she doesn't do it again.
0: Okay. And the, you notice the servants only come in one at a time. Like, they don't want to overwhelm you, or they know it's too... But, um, and there are two more guards that... There are two more servants that come by. Um, Valia eyes you for a second when you prevent her from moving back. She starts to say something, and then, and then changes her mind. And she catches the um, person behind, you know, that comes up behind you, and looks like she's doing some sort of mental calculation, then just turns around and puts her hand on the the sluicey, and they move forward in line. So you go through several other people, they um, all kind of give you the impression that their life here is not a good life. (laughs) It's not, they don't say anything specifically, but they're, just their attitude and their demeanor is one of fear. Uh, Like they're terrified of stepping out of line, but the the sense that they're broken comes and goes. It's kind of strange. At one moment you may feel like they're and it's almost like they the more you watch you notice that the, when is around they actually relax a little and when they're not observ- when is not around they're more tense and when Velia finally gets to the line she uh, she moves forward with with uh, with the Lucy, they both enter the room. This is the first time that both of them... And are you staying out in the hall with, that, with the rest of the people, making sure no one else comes in, or are you looming over
2: her shoulder?
0: Okay, and uh, the Lucy has a data pad in his hand. And she kind of nudges the... Adelia kind of nudges the Lucy forward. Said, You'll have to forgive Vest, uh, and he's... She's kind of shy. And... He nudges Vestin forward, and uh, Vestin looks down for a minute, and uh, then without looking, he or she uh, hands you a data pad, and unlike the others, this is not something to sign. This looks like a piece of music. She presents it to you, and this Lucy kind of mumbles something under her breath, and through the hisses, you can kind of make out.
3: Sing the song of the tomorrow
0: and you can't really hear what she's saying. If you listen closely or ask her, her, she finally says, "I'm oh, so to sing this tomorrow night." And then kind of, talk. um, and Lucy so had these hoods that, like, you know, cobra hoods on the back of it, but it's hers. Is Tucked way in like she's trying to be up very small and under. <laughs> And she hands you the, the, the music.
2: Aw, oh, cute cobras.
0: <laughs>
1: How old are you, Vestin?
0: Seventeen cycles.
1: Did you write this?
0: And she's nudged by by Velia for a, after a pause and then Yes?
1: Well, I don't want to keep your data pad, sweetie. Can is there some other way I can get this?
0: You can transfer it directly to from data pad to data pad if you
1: Okay. So, do I have a data pen that I can use? Yeah,
0: you can pick something up and transfer that, no problem.
1: Okay. So, I do that.
2: And then I take it and I get a copy as well. Okay. Um,
1: Well, I'll have to look at it closer before I can make any promises, sweetie, but I'll I'll see, okay?
0: Okay. And she, like, slithers out of the room immediately, and (laughs) then...
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, hesitates for a second and says, "She worked really hard on that, and it would mean a lot to her. It might mean a lot to you." And kind of turns and walks away. All right, time to decrypt
1: it. That was odd. Okay. So, he's decrypting, and I see the other two servants who okay. come in, and i kind got of to give him a sort of like a raised eyebrow, and he...
2: That was a mental time to decrypt. <laughs> that was a look to you of like, mm, something's
0: going on.
1: <laughs> and I see the other two people on their thing, thing and... thinking.
0: Okay. Uh, he said the other two people come in, and then the end of, you know, Beth, that dries up, the other two, two servants come in, and they take off.
1: So, what was up with the, the song that.
0: Still was... working on it. Okay. You can give me a security
2: roll. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Six.
0: And you get nowhere with it.
2: I take extra time.
0: Okay. I'll count a little more. And are you going to look at the music as well?
1: Yeah, might as well.
0: Seven. Woo. Give me a music theory roll.
2: The dice, they hates me.
1: Where is my... Where is music theory? Knowledge? I'm not seeing
0: it. It's under, it's under knowledge, but I think it's a special skill for you. Look at your... I wrote it on the pencil and paper form and didn't copy it here. That's why.
2: Didn't you say something like 9D? No, it was like...
0: We'll call it... We'll call it... uh, I believe it was 5D, actually. Her singing was 9D. Her music theory was like 5D. 14.
1: Okay,
0: at first blush, this is weird. This does not appear to be any... I mean, it's clearly songs... It's clearly, you know, musical notation, and it is, you know, if you, you're mentally piecing through it as you read it, but you've never seen anyone put notes together like this. I mean, this is strange, and there's musical notation up at the top that you don't recognize. And then there's more than one in the galaxy. There's more than one form of musical notation, I and mean, you're familiar with the most common, but there are. Some of the symbols don't look, um, the, the, I mean, the text of the music, the actual music, there's no words. It's just notes. And, you know, if you can piece through it, you think you can hit all the notes in the sequence that it's asked for. But, it's just constructed strange. The meters way off is, is all over the place. The, um, there's no, none of the standard markers you would find in the, in the musical piece that you recognize. You have no familiarity with Lucy music, so this could be standard, but it looks strange. Um, it's clearly possible to sing it, but, you know, it, it's not even um, dissonant. It's just all over the map. Um, it's like someone was trying to find the most convoluted vocal exercise they could come up with and still hit it.
2: Stick it into uh, ZFX's port. Play mm-hmm.
0: it. Uh, okay. Uh all right. What do you want me to play this as? Do you want it?
2: i mean—you can play this as an instrument. I can play this vocally.
0: Sort of what do you want? All of it. Well, I mean, it's just a series of notes. You can play it on—you can play it on a piano. You can play it on, you know, a synth box. You can play it on any instrument, but it's going to sound different whether.
1: Play it as if you were, it was a human female voice. Got
0: it. Your range. Yes. Okay. Because I don't have these notations in my database, any highlights on the datapad. There's a series of four notations right at the top. I don't know what any of these mean. I don't have it in my database. Any ideas?
1: Can you look up SUSE musical notations and see if there's something that...
0: Yeah, let me connect to the cortex over here and... Wanders over to a data port and connects in. Doing a database search on Slusy music forms. Found up the other symbol is a white It's common enough, probably coming from one of the languages that was integrated into basic several thousand years ago, in the case the music should be played exactly with no improvisation or embellishment, but um, contradicts the other symbols since those would constitute uh, some kind of embellishment.
1: How about the other ones?
0: I can expand the search parameters. And what are you looking for? Uh...
2: Code.
1: I guess just look up the symbols.
2: Code nulls.
0: I'm not a cryptography drawing. Not really my of expertise. I can probably find something on music, though. Let's see here. Searching all major galactic races, musical database forms. Okay, got another match. So the second symbol is the Uday. It's a tri symbol normally used in harmonies when choosing a single musical phrase and switch parts and repeat. And it's most commonly translated as the exchange. The second symbol is never found alongside the Uday. It's called Gnort. It's a good Gamorian musical notation. that indicates there are five or more instruments playing exactly the same piece, exactly one half octave apart. It's almost never used for vocal arrangements. However, the most common translation of the word in the is, brothers. I'm so still looking up the fourth one. you know have to give me some time. I'm going to have to do an expanded data search, and I think I need a day more here. Give me a few hours to sort that one out.
1: Okay, thanks. If someone in my range being exchanged for brothers.
0: The first symbol is more prominent than the others if you look at it carefully as if it's set aside. Um,
2: I go back to my uh, temporary quarters and go ahead and uh, plug it into just the general database and see if I can um, verify um, what SFX just told us.
0: Okay
1: droids
2: you can't trust them you got to double check them all the time
0: your database when you you search much the same okay
1: but we don't know anything about the fourth symbol right
0: make up a backup copy okay <laughs>
1: um if i take the music and take it apart and take every other note okay. um and make a melody out of the 1st 3rd 5th 7th and the a separate melody that's out of the second, fourth, sixth, eighth, da da da. Does that make more sense?
0: You'd have to run through it in your head before you can get uh, C F X to play it.
1: Well, I can try to play it.
0: Okay. You can try and see it. okay. Mm-hmm. Um again, it doesn't seem to be there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it. It's still singable. Some of the phrases are maybe a little more difficult than even before, but it's still you can like you said, this song this Piece is clearly within your range and clearly you're capable of singing it.
1: Can I translate the notes into the letters that they go with, assuming that it's like a, it's on like a treble clef? Um, yeah.
3: yeah. Nothing.
1: These four symbols up at the top, is there anything that's usually in those spots?
0: This would be where traditional musical notation would be in this form. Okay, And there is other notation, but those that, that notation seems to be set aside and is ob- both obscure and you know, you'd have to research to find out what these terms mean okay. even someone who's familiar with musical
1: Can I find anything more out about that fourth symbol?
0: Uh, you can you, Your droid will probably come up with something you just have to put a data worm looking for the information in galactic databases it'll probably take a little while you guys still have a little bit of time before dinner. You just got to spend time waiting on um, ZFX to. to. worm to pull out the information. Are you going to.
2: I've got what I need.
0: Okay.
1: Um, are you going to check on the status of the ship or.
2: Mm, they'll tell us when it's ready. If it's not ready, there's no use checking.
1: Were well, <laughs> there any other information that you can gather about whatever, what that, where that ugly came from or why they wanted us?
2: Well, we pretty much shot that to get evidence to pieces.
0: We're going to leave off right there, as we've reached a good stopping point in the story. So, until next week, good luck, and may the Force be with you.